Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market, more than just your family neighborhood steakhouse. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host, Jason Swigard. Well, hopefully everybody's uh, having as fine a uh, morning as they can as uh, life for most of us has uh, been turned upside down recently. Jason Swigard here with you in studio. Uh, my man, Harold, he's at home being safe. How you doing this morning, my man? I'm great. I, I am safe since I'm over the age of 60 uh, and well over the age of 60. I'm uh, taking some precautions here and sequestered in my uh, art studio uh, slash radio studio now are you sure you're over the age of 60 because i could have swore you were like 38 or something well thank you very much i appreciate that and i know that you're barely over the age of 12 based on our (laughs) conversation this is i have decided to social distance myself from uh jason swigard uh temporarily but mainly from from will darkens this uh I know where I know where Swag has been, and I have a feeling that Will has been in some places that I certainly don't want to visit. So, well, let me tell uh, you something. To... I am one mature-looking twelve-year-old. So, yes, yes, you are. And <laughs> he's got glandular that, issues. <laughs> you've been hanging around Luke Anderson too. So, no. between the two of you, I can't trust where you know, the people you've come in contact with. That's fair. So, I can't say, yeah, yeah Will's been uh, one of the more uh, uh, shut-in of us uh, over the last week, so it, it, it's a rare appearance outside of uh, his compound to be here, so we appreciate it. Well, really, that's good for you, Will, and I'm assuming you're washing your hands also. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Uh, well, hopefully... Happen? <laughs> yeah, hopefully everybody is. Uh, not a lot to talk about on the tours, obviously. There's a few uh, news and notes we'll get to, but uh, we've got uh, a couple of guests for you today at 815. Uh, Marcus Sparrows, uh, the GM and superintendent out at Forest Hills uh, Golf Club out in Cornelius, going to join us. Uh, I've been out there twice this week. They are still open. Several golf courses are still open, but... Um, we want to have him on just kind of as an, an example of uh, what golfers and, and players need to be aware of. Uh, I know the industry, and Harold's going to speak to that, the industry trying to keep golf courses open is one of the few sort of activities uh, that meets all the guidelines uh, of, of the social distancing precautions we need to be taking. It's so important for people not to go stir crazy uh, through all of this. Uh, many of you unable to work. Uh, or have to work from home and an opportunity to get out in nature, have space, do something physical, and yet uh, there can still be a social component to it without uh, violating the precautions we've all been asked to take. So Marcus is going to join us, let us know what they're doing out at Forest Hills. Uh, we've got a list of some of the, the golf clubs that we have relationships here with 1080, the fan uh, that w- are open. But if uh, you're playing a course or you're, I know there's a lot of uh, industry professionals uh, pros that work in the industry. If your course is open, please give us a shout on the text line at 55305. 
we would love to uh, let people know that that you're open and available. We will direct you to all those websites before you go out. Either call them or uh, check out the website to see what the specific precautions are so that you're prepared when you go out there. We'd love to keep one of these industries going, keep some money flowing in the economy here. Golf is a great way to do it if we are responsible when we go out there, Harold. Yeah, exactly. And I would hope that Oregon follows the lead of uh, North Carolina, Michigan, several other states who are saying that it. Uh, we don't want you shut into your home. Uh, we'd like you to get out uh, as a uh, take a walk, do whatever, as long as you're practicing social distancing. Uh, a letter was sent to the governor uh, on behalf of the uh, Golf Alliance of Oregon that represents the uh, golf course superintendents, the owners, operators, the management association, the OGA, and the PGA. Uh, requesting that the the governor uh, keep golf courses open because they are an open play space and they do offer us an opportunity for social distancing. And at the same time, we have the opportunity to uh, be outside and get some physical exercise. No question. And, uh, and I know the golf courses are uh, being very, very diligent about uh, how they're uh, putting their operations into place. Obviously, nobody going into the, uh, the clubhouses or the pro shops or the restaurants there. Um, you're able to, you know, log in on or go in, get your tea time online, pay for that up front. So you don't have to hand over cash or cards or those sorts of things. So uh, they're doing a lot of lot of work. Uh, behind the scenes to make sure it is a safe environment for everybody. Uh, Fred Shoemaker going to join us. He of Extraordinary Golf, one of the top golf instructors uh, in the world. Uh, We had the chance several years ago to uh, attend uh, a seminar uh, for PGA uh, PGA pros on how to teach the game. He's written a couple of books, Extraordinary Golf, The Art of the Possible, Extraordinary Putting, Transforming the Whole Game. Um, but he's uh, kind enough to spend some time with us. People have some more time maybe to focus on, uh, you know, getting into the game or uh, improving their game. And uh, he's going to join us at 830 for uh, tips from the pros and uh, kind of give us a, a few tips that have uh, helped him teach so many people and so many pros uh, the game over the years. Well, it, and if we can keep the golf courses open and the driving ranges, this is perfect time for us to go out do a little practicing and improve our game. No question. And and that's what I've uh, been trying to figure out here, uh, getting out and swinging it for the first time uh, in six months and trying to rediscover what I'm, uh, what I can do, what I can't do. Also a loss of, we're down almost 25 pounds now. So I'm trying to figure out how my body's working again. It's a uh, very interesting and it's a good thing. You weren't there uh, on Friday, Harold, you would have been disgusted. So. Well, well, I've been trying to social my distance from your, yeah, your golf swing. The uh, I think you've been trying to do that for like 20 years. Yeah, I have been. <laughs> uh, He's only known me for 10, a, so. It's not a pretty sight. Uh, I applaud you losing 25 pounds. Good for you. And things do change. There's some things you'll have to work on. I think we may have to get uh, uh, Blaine Sites back on to talk about how you adjust uh, after losing that much weight. No question. And then we're going to talk the one thing that I just uh, had no touch or feel for, hadn't played for six months pretty much until I got out this week. Uh, My putting had no feel. So we're going to talk about that at 845. Um, How to develop feel touch uh, with the hands in the putting stroke and how to develop one uh, so you can, you know, lag putting getting the speed down is the main thing so we'll talk about that at 845 as well again the uh, text line is open uh we had text uh looks like gresham golf course is open uh somebody out there in the 503 uh gonna have um got a tea time this morning so i know a lot of people are heading out some of the courses are there uh for you so please 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 though if you're gonna go out and we're gonna make our case to uh to the governor and the mayors and uh, to keep golf courses open, we got to abide by the guidelines. Uh, it can't be a free-for-all out there. So uh, just be cognizant of what the courses are asking you to do. 
uh, on your way out. Check websites. Give them a call beforehand so you know exactly uh, what to do when you head on out there because uh, there's no golf to watch pretty much here for the next uh, couple of months. And, Harold, they're talking about playing the Masters, maybe all four majors in the fall. Could the Ryder Cup get moved, postponed a year? We saw the Ryder Cup did get postponed a year uh, after 9-11, and they, uh, it, it broke up the cycle. They switched it, uh, switched it up. We had that year off, but I'm curious. Uh, Paul Casey's come out and said the guys are getting their down period, their rest now. They'll be ready to go. Could we be playing, you know, three or four majors within a five, six-week span in October? Would that be fun? Ge- I know fans would be geeked for it, but from a, from a player's standpoint, what would that seem like? Well, I think it would be real rough on the players, although after the rest and being out, in a, what is it, nine PGA Tour events have been canceled or postponed? Yeah, it's going to be uh, the better part of three or four months, I think, before this cranks back up. Yeah, I think so, too, and I think they'll be excited to play. It'll be an exhausting experience. It'll be unusual. They'll be running on a lot of adrenaline through that period of time. Uh, You and I have talked quite a bit on the show about the schedule, and and here we could just throw the schedule right out the window uh, because it is going to be so different. Playing the, I I wanted to see the uh, Masters played at the same time as the uh, the Olympics, but they are finding another spot uh, in October that uh, might fit the Masters. Yeah, um, I would think Georgia in August would be oppressive in terms of well, weather golf, and heat. Yeah, the, well, the golf course is usually closed between yeah. uh, May and, and October anyway, or September. So playing it in, in October would be right up their alley. What this does, though, is it kind of pushes the Ryder Cup uh, into, the, into the background. It also competes against football, which is something they've been trying to avoid. But I think in this case it's such a big deal coming back that the competition with football might not be as severe as we had uh, originally thought. No, I, 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 as a fan, I think it would be fa- it would be so much fun. And and if the timelines of things that we're being led to believe uh, are accurate, come to fruition, October could be one of the greatest sporting months we've ever seen. Uh, with everything rescheduled for then, it could be amazing who knows they might play it in the middle of the week you could do anything everything's up in the air at this point uh but i hope at least the majors they they try and figure out a way to have them played both for the men and the women um and and see if we can uh, get it in um before uh they have to refigure and totally scrap it and look ahead to uh to 2021 so we'll keep an eye oh go ahead a quick a, a quick FYI, the uh, Field of Dreams in Cooperstown, where they, uh, you go out and you play baseball yep. all summer long, that has been canceled. So that's going to have a huge impact on that community. Yeah, we're seeing that uh, all these things, minor league baseball suspending things, uh, you know, it's, it, it's necessary. we got to do it uh, at this point till we get a better handle of what we're dealing with. But uh Unfortunately uh, for sports fans, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's making things tough on everybody. Looks like uh, on the text line of five five three zero five, we're uh, hearing in from Shehalem Glen. Uh, they're still operating down in Newburgh. Uh, great little course uh, down there. Uh, they continue to expand the facilities. Uh, big, wide open, plenty of room for everybody. Uh, so yeah. And and the main thing is is uh, just you know support the clo- the courses that are near you too. We're not asking people to go traipsing across uh, the countryside here, but if you've got a course that's uh, within a small distance uh, to you, uh, give them a shout. Get out there, play nine, hit a bucket of balls, whatever uh, you need to do, and uh, hopefully they'll continue to be there for us. One of those, uh, my home course uh, out in Cornelius is uh, Forest Hills. Marcus Sparrows, uh, the GM and superintendent, he's going to join us next as we continue on here. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.15 here this morning, Golf in the Northwest. Uh, I'm in studio, Harold, uh, keeping himself safe at his compound and joining us now, GM and superintendent, from Forest Hills uh, Golf Course out in Cornelius, Marcus Sparrows. Good morning, Marcus. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing doing phenomenal. Things are humming. 
Uh, the things are humming. I was out there uh, yesterday. Uh, I was out there Wednesday uh, afternoon for nine, and yesterday for eighteen. And and uh, you guys have uh, been uh, doing everything that you can to to keep things going. But uh, there's never been uh, rare this time of March one the weather cooperating. But uh, in terms of demand uh, for what golf courses can provide. Uh, I, I can't remember a time when it's been like this. Uh, how, how have you guys been keeping up? Well, I tell you, it, you're right. We've just uh, we've been pretty slammed out here. You know, the, all through the week, really. The week has been, all these weekdays have been like what an August weekend would be like. And so it's, uh, you know, it's nice that we've been able to stay open for, for the members and for the public and all the employees. And But it's, you know, it's a learning curve. You know, as fast as, as the news of this virus is going, you know, we, we never know where we're going to be the next day. And we're just, you know, we're trying to follow a protocol and, and implement some strategies and ideas here to, to keep people safe. So, Marcus, what, what are you doing uh, so that people feel comfortable coming out? Sure. So the main thing we're doing is when people are booking tea times, we're asking if they're comfortable to, to prepay over the phone. And if they're not, when they show up at the course, we have uh, wireless chip readers that, you know, allows the, the customer to put their card in without us having to, you know, to, to ever touch, you know, the card. And we don't allow cash, and we have the clubhouse closed. And so we have some tables set up that, you know, allows us to keep that six-foot barrier. And so it's... You know what? It's it's really been quite seamless, and and people have appreciated it and and understood where we're coming from. What are some of the other uh, things uh, you know players uh, need to be conscious of? Obviously, uh, difficult to give lessons at this time. You know those sorts of things. The clubhouses are closed, but uh, what do people need to be conscious of? Not only when they come out to to get set up, but also while they're on the courses. Uh, as uh, as the industry makes its case to the governor to to stay open and allow things to go on, uh, to be helpful and mindful of everybody out there on the courses at this time. Sure, you know I'd say the hardest part is is the check in around like just around the clubhouse when groups show up is just to keep that six foot barrier. You know, you and your buddy may be fine, but we're really trying to implement a strategy of keeping the six feet away from you know maybe the next person that you know, we don't know where their comfort level. So so that's one of the more difficult things to manage. In terms of on the golf course, we've removed all the bunker rakes. <clears throat> God forbid you hit one in the bunker. I, I doubt either one of you guys have ever done that. So so we've done that, and we ask people to keep the flag sticks in and, you know, really just to not touch them. Uh, pull carts and power carts, we're sanitizing those before and after each use. Um, and, you know, aside from that, it's, it's, it's really one of the beauties of golf is a foursome can go out or, you know, a two or a threesome and they can maintain that distance and, and really still play the game as you normally would without any hiccups. And so it's been what we're hearing, just a really nice reprieve for people who have otherwise, you know, had to stay at home and, and stay isolated. Marcus, the, uh, they're recommending that uh, in the industry is that are uh, encouraging walking or restricting one rider per cart. Are you doing anything in that regard? So we're asking people what they prefer. We've definitely seen a lot more people walking and people uh, demanding single power carts. And so, you know, we're we're good with that. We're trying to be is accommodating as we can be. Some people still want to ride with one another, and, you know, we're not putting a firm foot saying, hey, we don't allow you to do that. Um, we just ha- try to hand out hand sanitizers and, again, just to be respectful of others on the golf course. Chad here with Marcus Barros, uh, GM superintendent out at Forest Hills Golf Course. And, and you know, I play. I, you guys put me in with a threesome. Uh, Pat and Walter and Arnold were fantastic yesterday. And I can tell you, um, it really is uh, pretty simple to keep your distance. Uh, you know, Walter and Arnold were brothers, so they, were, they obviously came together. But, uh, you know, I was walking. 
Uh, they had a power cart. Uh, Pat was walking, and we were able to, you know, be on other sides of the tee boxes. But you're still close enough. Unfortunately, I have a voice that carries, so you can still have some social interaction uh, out there on the golf course. And in six feet, it's two paces. So think about that. It's just two paces. Um, and if we can all be mindful of that, uh, hopefully. Uh, the golf courses can provide that safe haven, uh, the refuge for everybody, and still keep some economy flowing here within uh, within the state. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's just been nice, like you said, to keep to keep all of my employees staffed and busy, and and to provide an outlet for others. You know, we don't know where we're going to be on Monday. It sounds like Governor Kate Brown has you know, some things in the mix and, you know, they're constantly reevaluating where we'll be. So we're hoping our, on our end that we can remain open and, and just provide a nice outlet for the community. And we feel like we're able to do that in a, you know, a nice, safe manner. And, you know, obviously this week too, it's it's been great that Mother Nature has cooperated. I mean, this is just perfect golf weather and and weather to be outdoors. And so we, you know, we hope it remains that way. And, you know, people are able to get out here and, and leave their house and, and live somewhat a, a normal life through this strange time. Well, that's the most important thing is, is for a few hours you feel normal. It kind of goes away. You put the cell phone away or whatever. Uh, if you could have them not cut and roll the uh, greens maybe for a day or two, that would help. <laughs> My goodness. They're, they're a little slippery right now, aren't they? They're, they're quick. He's used to practicing his putting on a shag carpet. <laughs> well, you know, one of the one of the things I do, it, it makes the game easier, is I, I tend to hit from the tee box, and I go into the middle of the fairway, and then I hit it about five feet from the pin, and then I just, you know, take one putt. Oh, that's how it's supposed to work. So, you know, it's some, something to think about. I'll, I'll try and work on that. I was uh, kind of taking some of the uh, Indiana Jones uh, trips uh, to get, to get to the holes there um, <laughs> just for people that uh, do have an opportunity this weekend to get out before things may change. Uh, uh, tell everybody about the course. It's one of the oldest courses uh, in Oregon, just outside of Hillsboro. Gorgeous out there in, in the countryside, right on the edge of wine country uh, for people that haven't uh, had the chance to come out a uh, little bit about the history of the course. Sure. So, yeah, we uh, one of the oldest courses here in the Northwest. Uh, the first nine holes were built in 1927, and that was the 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 back nine. And then the second nine were added in '54. And the course architect is a gentleman by the name of William Bell. And so so, and then he and his son did the back nine. So the father did the front nine. Then he and his son collaborated and did the back nine, and they. They actually did Riviera Country Club uh, down in California, and they also did um, L.A. Country Club as well. So a pretty notable architect. And uh, so we're 18 holes, and we're, we're a semi-private course, which is pretty unique. There's not many of us left, so we have the, the monthly membership and then, uh, you know, certainly open to the public as well. But we're an old traditional course where it's, it's the tree-lined fairways, and uh, greens are about six. Six, five to six thousand square feet, and they're they're protected by bunkers. And as you know from playing a couple of times last week, it's, <laughs> they slope back to front. If you're above the hole, you're dead. Look out, because they they're rolling quick. They're yep. uh, they're Augusta like conditions right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep, gonna... it's a lot of fun though to have these conditions this time of year. No question, no question. Marcus Sparrows, uh, GM and superintendent out there at Forest Hills. Well, we appreciate you getting up uh, early for us. Hopefully, uh, things will stay in place and uh, we can continue to have uh, the refuge out there at uh, Forest Hills and the other golf courses in the area here to help us weather uh, whatever might be coming next. We appreciate it again. GolfForestHills.com for more information there. All the precautions are up about what to expect when you get out there, uh, whether you're going there or any of the other golf courses that are remaining open in the area. Check the website. Give them a call first. They'll tell you exactly what you need to know and be prepared for uh, before you go out so we can keep things uh, safe for everybody. Uh, I'll probably see you some other time this weekend too, Marcus. So take care, and uh, everybody uh, hopefully can uh, continue to play. All right, you guys. Appreciate you having me on. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll catch you the next time. 
There you go. Marcus Sparrows there from Forest Hills. And uh, I know a lot of the other courses uh, in the area, both public and private, uh, kind of the same precautions uh, as well, Harold. I know you've been able to get out there as well uh, where you play too. Yeah, uh, Royal Oaks has instituted pretty much the same thing as Marcus has. A couple little other little things that are we're doing. Uh, they have removed the flag sticks, and they've taken the cups, and they've raised them about an uh, inch and a half to two inches above the level of the grass. So as soon as you putt and you hit the cup, uh, you're done. Well, that would have saved me about six strokes yesterday. Yeah, but if it bounces off and you're further than a, a <laughs> uh, club length away, uh, you're going to have to putt again. So it might have been a challenge for you. But, yes, they are taking precautions. Everyone is, is aware of the issues going on. I applaud their efforts. Uh, it's not something that we're accustomed to, but everyone is uh, doing their best to make people feel welcome and enjoy the environment. You bet. So uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of go through a list uh, before we get out of here. What we know is is open. You can continue to text us at five five three zero five if you're working at or played at a course uh, in the area uh, that's still operating. Uh, let everybody know. Uh, so hopefully you don't have to drive a great distance uh, from where you're at, something close by that you can get to get out, uh, whether it's nine, whether it's 18, whether it's just uh, hitting a bucket of balls, getting out, feeling feeling normal, doing something normal, taking advantage of the weather. Uh, we'll get those uh, before we get out of here. But coming up next uh, in our Ask the Pros segment, one of the uh, best teaching pros in all the world, Fred Shoemaker, extraordinary golf, going to join us and uh, give you some tips on uh, how to get the most out of your game. Uh, especially now that some of us uh, got a lot of free time on our hands to work on it. That as we make the turn here, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to Ask the Pro on Golf in the Northwest. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market. 831 here this morning. Following us at 9, it'll be Center and Saint. And then a uh, special treat for you at 11. OSN Classics, uh, our friends with the Oregon Ducks, uh, putting together, repackaging some of their uh, classic games over the last few years. We're starting at 11 today with the 2020 Rose Bowl against Wisconsin. So you'll hear uh, the entire game uh, re-aired for you to try and uh, help you uh, be distracted as it were. The other big distraction uh, that a lot of us are still able to enjoy is on the golf courses and joining us now, uh, one of the top teaching uh, professionals in the entire world. 30 years ago, he founded Extraordinary Golf. Uh, he has written two books, Extraordinary Golf, The Art of the Possible, or An Extraordinary Putting, Transforming the Whole Game. It's our pleasure to uh, welcome Fred Shoemaker uh, in this morning. Good morning, Fred. Thanks so much for taking some time for us. Good morning. It's great, great to be on your show. Well, and we got to, I got the uh, pleasure of joining Harold uh, seven or eight years ago uh, at a uh, um, seminar that you held out at Bandon, uh, helping uh, PGA and LPGA professionals uh, kind of rediscover how to teach the game. And uh, unfortunately, I have not been able to apply as much of it as I would like to my own game. But uh, but as far as extraordinary golf, uh, let everybody kind of understand uh, what was the what was the impetus for putting together your particular uh, style in teaching the game of golf. I think the most important thing that people can learn is to learn how to learn and the capacity to be present and get out of their heads. So. Extraordinary Golf was started because you really get this is a massive abundance of tips and formulas and techniques. And those are all fine, but what about people's capacity to discover things for themselves, to learn, to experience, to get out of their head, to be more present, to find what's natural to them, really. You know, to be able to have golf renew their spirit, like I just it's just the commercial before we came on with someone talking about Langdon Farms and getting out there, having a real sense of getting out of your head and just being present in the world, which renews most people's spirit. So Extraordinary Golf was founded on those principles. Fred, uh, good morning. Thanks for coming on with us. I appreciate it. As a, a longtime instructor myself, one of the questions I ask every one of my students when they show up is, why are you here and why do you want to play golf? 
And so you deal with that in one of your uh, chapters in Extraordinary Golf Purpose. Can you explain yeah. a little bit about that well, element? The, the rules of golf are to score as low as possible. That's the game. But the purpose has never been defined. See, what happens is they collapse the two. The object is, is the object really just to get good at the game? Is that all we're after? Or could it be to somehow uh, being able to be outside with your friends, being able to learn how to handle a breakdown, be able to trust oneself? So if one person can find the purpose for themselves for playing, you know, it could just to be outside with the breeze on the side of your face, being able to spend some quality time with your family. See, getting good at golf cannot be just the purpose for the game. Because you and I know that golf professionals are no happier in the game than a 20 handicapper. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, a friend of mine did a study with 3,000 people in England and found the happiest handicap was 12. And that for women, about 20. So this idea of if I get better, I'll be happier has never proven out to be true. So along the way, what, can you, what does allow for happiness? Unless for each person to do, decide for themselves. But for me, it's to fall in love with the process of the whole thing. I love the, the process of learning. I love being on the course. I love delving into my blind spots and see if I can put some awareness there. You know, peace of mind. Whatever it is, each for, there is no defined purpose. It's for each person to discover for themselves. And when they do, I find people play a much more satisfying, enriching game than they normally do. Well, Fred, uh, the older I get, the closer I get to being a 12 handicap, so I should be happy and pretty soon. Uh, the, uh, the other uh, question I ask uh, my students is, why are you here? And I always get the same answer, is that I want to be consistent. And unfortunately, they are consistent at a very poor level. But you talk quite a bit about consistency and how to find it. Well, what is the source of consistency? <clears throat> See, I realize the only thing I can actually be consistent at is just being myself. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to put on some, some face for people or, <clears throat> or a new act for people. So what, what, how is a body really designed? If, if a person could actually find out how their body works. See, there's no possibility that a formula could work for two different people. Each body is so uniquely different. How is my body designed? How are my hip flexors designed? How are my thoracic spine designed? In such a way that I could swing that a way that fits my body beautifully. See, consistency really means I'm out of my head trusting my body to play. And most people say, I don't want to be myself. I suck. I'd like to be somebody else. So one of the important things you could do in a golf school is to have people see how remarkable they already are, not someday. So we do a whole lot of exercise with people in which they could discover how extraordinary their body already is and to be able to learn how to play off of that. So it seems, uh, for me, a lot more enjoyable to each day, instead of walking in with this formula I'm going to lay on some golfer, to walk in with a curiosity as how does this person get designed? How is their body designed to work? And can we get them out of their head enough that they can actually be in their body to experience things like, experiencing the club face and experiencing swing path. It's a lot different than understanding or a lot different than knowledge about it. I know a lot of guys who know a lot about golf who can't play a lick. Mm -hmm. Fred Shoemaker is our guest. Uh, he is the founder of Extraordinary Golf, uh, extraordinarygolf.com. Uh, and so as uh, I'm personally going through a big weight loss, I, I didn't like the way I felt. So I've lost 25 pounds here since the last time I really was, was playing golf, getting out there. And as you talk about uh, experiencing kind of the swing and the swing path, what should I try to be aware of as I'm out there trying to get used to my new body, um, whether I'm playing, whether I'm on the practice range, uh, what are what's kind of a mindset uh, you would advise somebody that's going through a similar situation? Well, first of all, you, you get the distinction between being present and being in your head. Yes. It's a different world. Mm -hmm. See, I'd probably play a little better golf than most of your listeners because in the two seconds it takes to swing, I'm aware of things they're not aware of. So it's, 
let's suppose there's about five great awarenesses in golf. Where's the club face? If you can get where the club face is, any, anybody can control the ball reasonably well in the sky. Just feeling the club face throughout the entire arc. It's not that hard, but it requires you to let go of this addiction to outcome for a few minutes to feel that thing. Mm -hmm. The next one is to be able to feel a swing path. You know, how my club shaft and body relate to a target. It's amazing that once you can start to feel that, you can start to exert a sense of control or trust over a golf ball. And the third distinction, you could call it, is uh, solid contact. And anybody who trusts solid contact, the world changes for them in golf. See, when you really trust solid contact, you can pay much more attention to the targets and not be so freaked out at the top of the swing of will I hit it well or not. And the last two distinctions are uh, alignment and letting go and freedom. So a distinction is something like this. It's like when you get on a bicycle, the thing you have to distinguish is balance. And if you don't distinguish, you're not going to ride the bike. But when you do, you can't tell anyone about it and you can't read about it that helps anyone else. You have to feel it for yourself. Golf is like that. There's about things that you have to discover for yourself. And when you do, you own them. And, when, and that means that they, they're part of you. So I would say to you, when you go out to practice, what would you like to, to develop? Would you like to develop solid contact, curve on the ball? You want to develop where it starts, how to point it, or a sense of freedom and ease. And when you would give me whatever answer you would give me, we would start there. Fred, I have used uh, a technique where I'll have my players uh, close their eyes and putt and close their eyes and make a swing to develop that sense of feel and awareness. Do you recommend that, uh, that approach? Of course, Harold. That's brilliant. Of course. When you close your eyes, you get more sensory aware. So if they can begin to, to feel things with their eyes closed, let's say you putt with your eyes closed and you tell someone, I think it's one foot to the right and one foot short. And they look up and see where that is. See, golf professionals can always predict an outcome by feel with their eyes closed better than amateurs. That's what makes mm -hmm. them professionals. And I had a guy who's a golf professional who was hitting a ball and would close his eyes after he hit it with a driver. And he could tell me usually within about 10 feet of left or right where it went at 270-yard carry. Now, that's professional feel. And amateurs, they can develop it. But most amateurs are so worried about every outcome, they rarely give themselves a chance just to develop feel. See, the, when we talk about extraordinary golf, the most important thing that we can uh, create for people and this is what we tell people. We promise one thing in a golf school, and that's to create an environment without evaluation or judgment in which it's safe to have new experiences replace old beliefs. The environment is more important than what you're practicing. You know, most people hit a shot, good, bad, right, wrong, shouldn't, shouldn't, and that, and that makes learning go downhill rapidly. So, Fred, uh, real quickly, uh, it's making that transition or convincing, I guess, convincing our students to go from the there's something to fix as if, uh, and flipping them into there's something to be aware of. That's, that's the real purpose of a good teacher. That's really great. And it will be as powerful as the teacher has distinguished that for him or herself. When you really stand in that place, you can act powerfully that that makes the greatest difference. And students know that. So yes, I think you're right on. Awareness develops people, period. I haven't got a lot of conclusions in life, but I have that one. <laughs> there you go. Fred Shoemaker, uh, ExtraordinaryGolf.com. For people that are interested in more, uh, the books, uh, the videos, and your golf school, uh, what's the best way to, uh, to get in contact uh, with Extraordinary Golf? That's what's extraordinarygolf.com. It'll all be there. There you go. I know Harold and I could talk to you for hours on end. Uh, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes here for us this morning. And hopefully as uh, people find themselves with maybe some more time to do sort of that self-discovery, uh, we can all uh, experience a little bit more of the game and, and get the best out of us. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, talk to you again down the road. Thank you, guys, and I really appreciate what Harold was talking about. I think he's right on. There you go. Well, thanks, Fred bye. Shoemaker.
And, uh, yeah, Harold's going to soak that up for uh, for decades. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, this will be in one of our best of shows. Oh, of course. That, that comment. Uh, uh, Fred Shoemaker is himself an extraordinary player uh, and instructor. Uh, I have his book. I've had it ever since it first came out. It's dog-eared. It's got, <laughs> it's got highlighter in it. I, if you are interested in uh, getting away from that, that fixed mode, that dog chasing its own tail, uh, Fred has a way of getting you away from that and learning how to uh, trust your swing. Uh, and with trust will come that consistency that, you've, uh, that you really desire. And his golf schools uh, have consistently been named one of America's top 25 golf schools by Golf Magazine. Uh, it's, it's pretty impressive stuff. And, uh, again, ExtraordinaryGolf.com is where you can go. It talks about the programs, the books, the videos, all of the resources available uh, there. Thanks again to Fred Shoemaker for joining us. When we come back, uh, I'm going to get more with Harold here. Uh, I had uh, Roberto Duran, Hands of Stone, on the greens uh, at Forest Hills. So a little bit uh, how to help develop a, a better sense of touch and feel with the putter in your hands. Uh, he's going to try and help me and help you as we wrap things up here. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 846 here, Center and St. following us, and then an uh, OSN Classic, uh, a reprisal of the 2020 Rose Bowl. Ducks in Wisconsin for you. Uh, try and take you back uh, a little bit, get your mind off things, uh, whether it's uh, enjoying that while you're running errands uh, or getting out on uh, one of the golf courses that are still open. Uh, we hear, uh, heard from uh, uh, Marcus Sparrows out of Forest Hills. Uh, those texting in on the text line, we've heard from Shehalem Glen, Gresham Golf Course, Red Tail. I know, I believe the Portland uh, Public Park City courses are still open. Vincent uh, Johnson, our friend, uh, trying to keep those going. Killarney West, Salishan still going. Uh, also on the list, uh, where's our list here that I'm trying to find? Where Actually, I can help you out a little bit, Swag. If you go to 1080thefan.com ah. uh, on our homepage, there is a article story that oh, has great. a running list right now of the golf courses that are open. That was provided by one Luke Anderson. It also gives uh, you indication if they are doing takeout for food as well. Okay. So you can know if you need to come hungry or if you need to uh, get some food yep. before. And I know, yeah, so just check with them all. Uh, Langdon, Mountain View, Forest Hills, Mount Hood Resort, Charbonneau, Merriweather, the Cedars, Elk Ridge, the OGA course, Lewis River, Camas Meadows uh, have all are all still operating. But again, uh, call them or check the specific course website to find out what the uh, specific uh, details are for those courses. And uh, hopefully we can keep this uh, keep this industry going here uh, through this tough time. Uh, and um, it, it, private courses too. Uh, those uh, call them individually and uh, find out what uh, specific uh, new procedures and precautions are in place so you can enjoy your round uh, responsibly. As uh, as I got to do out at uh, Forest Hills on Friday, but uh, Harold, uh, the putter, uh, not cooperating with me and my hands. Yeah, Swag, I can appreciate that because I've watched you putt. Uh, and it... Putting is a very natural thing. It's almost intuitive. And, and this is not a, a knock on you, but your personality type is you're a very auditory learner and, and you're very uh, regimented. And this is the culture you live in. In the, in the radio world, it's all about timing and, and this and that. There's a lot of thought involved. And not too often are we allowed to go off uh, schedule. It happens, but it's usually a mistake. And so for you to do to delve into a more intuitive world would be, uh, I will tell you, mentally very refreshing because it will give you a break. But it's a difficult leap for you to make. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips here. First, 
you remember uh, Karate Kid where, where you know, uh, the, he would clap his hands to heal? Yes. What was it? Yeah. Yeah, he, Mr. And, Miyagi. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi. I, I'd like you, and, and do it. You, you don't have to do it in front of people, but just go off the side and, and clap your hands. And so you can get a feel. You know where your hands are. And that's one of the things is that, uh, and, and Fred talked about it, you're in your head. You're not in your hands. And so, that, uh, so there's no awareness connection there between the two. So just clap your hands and get a feel for them. Wiggle your fingers around. And then I'd like you to, uh, instead of trying to make a putt uh, and hold it out when you practice, I'd like to see you just try to putt to the fringe and see how close you get to the fringe with your eyes closed, your eyes open, uh, not looking at the ball, uh, looking down at the ball, keeping your head still, not watching where it goes, and guess how far did the ball travel. Am I right? Am I left? Did it, And you may not, uh, you, you could probably start with, uh, a little less of the direction and more of did I make a solid feel off the putter face? So a solid feel off the putter face is going to feel softer than normal. It won't make a, a kind of a dinging sound or a tinging sound. It'll be very soft and very solid to your hands. And you you need to be aware of when that happens and when it doesn't. Don't try to fix it if it doesn't happen. Just be aware of it. And you might notice that there's some tension in your body, some outcome uh, thought in your, in your mind. And now you're back up into your head and you're not in your hands. So just feel whether it's solid or not. And then practice putting different distances with your eyes closed and develop and trust and intuition. Uh, and we often say the best putters are those 10-year-olds who just stand up and whack at the ball yeah. and they have no idea uh, what's going on. They have an idea, but they have a different kind of idea than you do. Um, where yours is basically, and a lot of us, uh, we're afraid of missing a putt. Let's not fear missing a putt. Your chances are never greater than 50-50 anyway. So uh, let's develop some feel, give up the fear of it, and just start making strokes. Don't try to fix it, Swag. Don't try to make change your hand, you, yeah. you know, the angle of your shaft or anything funky like that. Just start by getting a feel. And that's and like I said, the, the, my line my line was pretty good. So as far as mm -hmm. understanding uh, where to go and and stuff, it was. But it ended up six feet short or six feet past. And so, as far as um, you know, the I got a Scotty Cameron, uh, you know, that I'm using now. Um, that's uh, it's not a mallet based or anything like that. It's a pretty standard uh, club face. But as far as how high to lift it off the ground, how that's where sometimes I'm getting inconsistency and, you know, catching it kind of in the middle well, of the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's very hard to do is to lift your putter head off the ground just prior to putting. I can't do it. My putter, I never let the ground support the weight of my club, whether it's a, a driver or a putter. So I may touch the ground very lightly, but the ground's not supporting the weight. And the moment the ground supports the weight of the putter, you have no feel. Okay, you've lost it. Your hands are not in control of the, of the club head. So uh, just barely touch it. Never feel like it's, you know, that the ground is supporting it. And make some putts. I will sell, tell you that there are two elements to putting. One of them is the aim and the other is the, the distance that we have strike the ball. So... Uh, if your aim was good, great. Don't fix it. Uh, don't try to fix it because that's a very important. That means you're delivering a club face square to the ball on the line at which you're aimed, and and that's a big element in golf. But the distance is that intuitive element that I talked about, and those are two separate areas that you should practice separately. So if we're talking about feel, don't try to make pots. Don't try to aim and make putts. Just 
get the distance down, put a T out there, put to a T, do whatever you can to isolate feel from direction. There you go. I, I will be working on that this weekend, uh, no question, as uh, I might just go practice a little bit too. Uh, not worry about uh, playing or putting a score down, as you mentioned. Uh, that's part of it. Um, and uh, putting to the fringes, those sorts of things, getting getting that feel back. That's what we're working on here. Uh, Harold, thanks so much uh, for all your help. Thanks for arranging Fred. Uh, he's he's one of the best. ExtraordinaryGolf.com uh, is where you can get all the details. And uh, as we've got free time here, uh, it's 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 an opportunity for us to kind of reconnect with things. And, and if you're a golfer, golf is one of them. Yeah, let's get together this week. And I hope people get out there and play. And take those kids out. They're all home from school. Yep. Uh, get them out there taking a walk, exercising, and uh, hitting the golf course. There you go, 1080thefan.com. we got a list of uh, courses uh, that we know are, are open uh, as well. Please, though, please be responsible when you go out there. Adhere to the precautions uh, that are in place so we can all continue to enjoy it here uh, no matter what is happening in the coming days and weeks. Thanks also to Marco Spiros. Uh, Marcus Spiros uh, out there at Forest Hills, the GM superintendent. Uh, great guy. And uh, say hi to Marcus if you're headed that, that way. Harold, uh, hopefully we'll uh, have the opportunity to have you here in uh, studio in some capacity next week. Yeah, we plan on it. Uh, as you said, they're uh, creating studios for each show. So that's, uh, that's a really great precaution that the uh, station is making. All right, stay safe, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks to Will Darkins, as always, uh, over there running the things. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll, keep, uh, we'll keep staying here as long as we're allowed to. That'll do it for us. Center and Saint up next. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. If you've got a young golfer in the family, it's squishy. Fiji's uh, in Europe. Uh, oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.